And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Dose Leprechauns podcast. I am Leprechaun Jason. Leprechaun Nate. And we are joining you here on this beautiful Sunday morning here in sunny SoCal. Hopefully it's uh, nice weather wherever you guys are at. Um, we're going to be joined this morning here in just a few minutes by uh, former Notre Dame center and hopefully uh, future NFL uh, player Sam Mustafer, a, a uh, captain at Notre Dame. We're really excited to have him on. Uh, been waiting to get him on for quite a while, so we're excited to have him. Um, Nate, what do you think about today's game, man? Notre, if you can't tell, I'm rocking the Notre Dame women's basketball green t-shirt for luck. Hopefully that brings us a little luck. Hopefully not bad luck. <laughs> what do you think, Nato? Uh, I think it'll kind of be like the UConn game. Uh, we're not, we can't hit our shots in uh, the first half, but I think we put it all together in the second half and win by two or three. And Baylor, once again, just like last year, it's a rematch of last year's championship game. It's going to be a tough game. Baylor's tough. Baylor plays some great defense. Um, they can shoot. Uh, so Coach, M Coach McGraw, the absolute living legend, uh, is going to have her hands full, but I think that uh, her leadership and the experience of being in that game before is going to be a huge benefit to our team. Uh, we got Ken Walters joining us. What's up, Ken? How you doing, buddy? Up in Northern California. Uh, Matt Dunbar is watching with us, one of our uh, admin. Thanks for joining us, Matt. Um, and let's, Nate, let's go ahead and get uh, Sam on the phone. Hey, good morning, Sam. How are you doing? This is Jason and Nate, the Dose Leprechauns. Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Hey, thanks again for uh, taking some time to join us this morning. No problem. Glad I could. So uh, before we get to it, too much into football, where are you going to be watching the uh, the ladies' basketball take home their second title today? <laughs> I'll be watching it with my roommates. Okay, cool. Uh, man. Yeah, we'll be watching it at our place. So are you guys, uh, you guys pretty tight with a lot of the ladies on that team? Uh, we, we're, we're close with a few of them. I mean... You know, the, they have their schedule and we have ours, so it's a little bit different. Sure. Majority of the time, the fall athletes are a little bit closer, so. Nice, nice. Okay, cool. Well, uh, we're going to get right into it here uh, and ask you a couple questions about football and then kind of go from there. So go ahead, Nate. Uh, so how did your Notre Dame Pro Day go, and could you share some of your key stats? Um, it was good. I don't really know the specific numbers, but it went well for me. I mean, I've never been one to hang my hat on numbers or 
really things like that. It's been more so my production on the field that is what I hang my hat on. Nice. So, hey, Sam, did you, have you had a chance? Have any of the teams reached out to you specifically yet? Uh, yeah, I've talked to a few teams. I mean, I, I can't name all of them, but I, I've talked to a few teams throughout this process. I feel like, um, you know, through talking with them, I'm doing the things that I need to do in order to prepare to be ready for a camp. Nice. Very cool. And, and what was it like? I mean, you know, like you mentioned, you're more concerned about your production on the field. And obviously everybody that's seen you play knows that uh, you're a very technically sound player. You're, you're tough. You're aggressive. You're strong. What, what was it like kind of being in that um, situation where you had all those scouts looking at you, you know, you're trying to you know, play for your future, that kind of thing. What was that experience like for you? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, as a competitor, you know, that, that's what you dream about doing, you know. And when you come to a place like Notre Dame, really what you're focused on doing is, you know, playing football and obviously, you know, representing this university as best you can. But that's, that, to go to a place like this, that's got to be your dream is to go to the next level. So what were the biggest differences in playing center for Book and Wimbush? Um, I, I wouldn't say there are any huge differences. Uh, I would I mean, they're both great football players, great guys, both on and off the field. I mean, it was really just getting used to there being a different guy back there. That, that was really the beginning. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the, the Clemson game this past year. Obviously, you know, there was a lot of hype going into it. Uh, Notre Dame coming in undefeated, Clemson coming in undefeated. Uh, what was that whole process like? I mean, there was a, a pretty big gap between the USC game and uh, the game against Clemson. What was the preparation like? What were some of the things that you guys were really feeling confident about? And then, and how was how did it feel different actually being out there on the field, getting getting after it? I mean, it, so I mean, any bull prep, uh, the situation goes the same way. Obviously, you know, when you're playing in a situation like that, uh, where you have a great team like Clemson, who's very well coached, has a lot of talented players who are going to go on to play at the next level. And really, they just executed at a high level. They executed at a level that was higher than ours that day. And, I mean, that's something that they hang their hat on. That's why, you know, they, they have a great team. We feel like we had a great team as well. Um, but, you know, going into that game, I said the team that makes the fewest mistakes won. And, and Clemson did that day. Did you notice a huge difference in, in the, the athleticism, the strength, the size, things like that with Clemson versus a team like, say, you know, FSU that has a pretty good uh, front seven? Did you notice a huge difference there? Uh, no. I mean, it's, it's well documented and well known how good Clemson's defensive front is. Uh, their defense as a whole, really. And really, same with LSU. I, I mean, FSU, historically, they have one of the best defensive lines. They have a great defensive line coach. So, uh, I mean... Both teams have a tradition of excellent defensive line play, excellent front seven play. Um, and really, I mean, when you play a team like Clemson, obviously they, they, all four of their guys are going to the NFL this year that were on the front four. Yeah, sure. um, and and I, I believe a majority of them will go in the first round, uh, and they should because they're that talented and they do work that hard. So, I mean, both are great in their own respects, but obviously, you know, Clemson this year was the most impressive front we played. Yeah, you know, and you see a lot of great D-lines out there now. You know, Notre Dame had a very impressive D-line. They're going to have another D-line upcoming this year. But when you look at a team like Clemson and see all those guys that, like you said, will probably go in the front round, first round, um, did you – what was the, in the trenches? I mean, obviously playing in the trenches. To me, it looks like there was a lot of mutual respect going around. You didn't see a lot of cheap shots or plays after the whistle or anything like that. Were those guys talking a lot of smack, or was it more just kind of everybody was uh, going about their business their own way? Uh, I mean, everybody's really going about their business. Uh, when you play a team like that, uh, they 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 kind of understand. I mean, well, like you said, they hang their hat on their defensive front. We hang ours on 
our offensive line play. We have a great tradition of offensive line play here at Notre Dame long before I got here. Um, and so, I mean, I think that during the game, you know, as competitors, there's a few things you left fly, but other than that, there is a respect between most opponents uh, when we take the pads off. Sure. Um, so switching gears here, so earlier in the season, obviously before uh, the, the game against Michigan and whatnot, you, uh, co-captains were named for the season. What was it like being, a, being named a captain in Notre Dame? Something that not many people can say, you know, that they've done with the thousands of players that have played at Notre Dame. So was that a surprise to you? Did Coach Kelly kind of talk to you beforehand and say, hey, man, we're looking at naming you a captain, or were you totally surprised? Well, so we voted on captains this year, which made it an even bigger honor for me personally, uh, being voted by my peers. Um, so, I mean, it was a huge honor, obviously, you know, to join the ranks of the people that have been named captain at this great university. Uh, it's definitely something special. Did, did it come with any additional responsibilities? I mean, or was it just kind of, I mean, did you guys as captains, what I'm trying to say is, is did you guys as captains have specific responsibilities that were laid out to you by the coaching staff, or was it just, hey, you need to be a leader on and off the field? I mean, what, what got us into being captains is really the consistency of the approach um, our craft with day in and day out, and that's on and off the field, like you said. But uh, uh, so there really wasn't much difference in how I approached my day-to-day uh, role on the football team. Um, and I'm sure the rest of the guys would say the same. Okay. Um, question from Matt Dunbar. He's out of Ohio. He wants to know um, what about the 2019 team? I'm sorry. What makes you think that this next team, the 2019 team, kind of has this, some of the same traits, some of the same talent that might uh, propel them back to a playoff spot? Um, you know, the, the, the this year's team is, you know, it's a different team. It's a different group of guys, but the level of accountability that's been introduced, um, obviously by Coach Kelly and his staff, Coach Bayless, his strength staff, I mean, that's something that, you know, talent takes you very far. I'm sure during your time as a Notre Dame fan, you've seen, you know, great, talented teams, and you, you felt like they underachieved. And, uh, I, I mean, talent can only take you for, so far. Discipline. Um, doing the little things right and executing at a high level is what's most important. And uh, I think that's something that holds true, not only in football, but in life. And I think that once guys understand that and they execute that way and they approach their crafts that way, then, then the sky's the limit. You know, that's a really good point you just made about turning the corner and teams underperforming and whatnot. And I think sometimes a lot is goes into people saying they underperform, but I think the reality of the situation is that it's not like teams are coming in saying, oh, it's just Notre Dame. You know, you come into Notre Dame, you're playing on national TV in front of millions of people. So I think there's a lot of factors that go into that. But what I wanted to ask you is, um, I feel like the, the corner has kind of been turned. And what I mean by that is it seems like the 2017 team getting that win against LSU, 2018 going undefeated, competing against Clemson, seems like that corner has been turned a little bit. Do you kind of feel that as being a part of the program? Um, there, there is. And like I said, it's that culture of accountability and you know, holding your teammates accountable. And that's not easy, uh, you know, to hold guys accountable. A lot of people think it is, but, you know, we're all the same age, uh, you know, guys really, I mean, you you go to college and you have full responsibility. You have your own individual identity. Nobody can make you do what you want to do. I mean, in the sense the coaches can, but that only goes so far. You know, you're with your guys day in and day out, on and off the field. Coaches are with you in the building, so there's only so much they can control and so much that they can do within the confines of, you know, again, a football schedule. But when guys hold each other accountable, that's the biggest part. Sure. Okay. Very good. Uh, James Boylan is on from Ireland and wants to know, what was the best game you played in and why was it a game that stood out to you? Oh, the best game I played in? Uh, there are a few. I mean, 
the way we beat UFC two years ago, obviously that was, you know, that that's something you dream about, um, and you know that's some, you know, like we're, we're well documented rivals. Um, so that was that was definitely a game that was a lot of fun, and uh, probably at the top of my list. You know, not only you know beating UFC, but in the fashion that we did in our home stadium, and you know just the group of guys that were on that team together. Um, for, for us to do that was, was definitely, you know, they, they made us happy with all the work um, that we put in came to fruition. I, I know you're too respectful to say it, but let's just be honest, he whooped their ass two years ago. <laughs> that was that was just great. Yeah. Um, okay, Nate, you want to ask me? Uh, so what was your favorite place at Notre Dame? Uh, favorite place? Yes. Uh, probably the grotto um, or the dining hall. I love food, so... <laughs> Yeah, the Grotto is definitely a special place. I mean, I uh, I think that's probably my favorite place other than the stadium myself as well. Um, so, from what you've seen and what you know about, about going up against some of the younger guys and whatnot, who do you see being the guy that takes takes the mantle from you as as a center that's really going to establish that dominance? And center is such an important piece of the offensive line. You got to hike the ball, you got to protect, you got all kinds of things. Kind of directing the O line. So, who do you see being the guy that's going to possibly take over for you for the years to come? I mean, there's there's multiple guys who are going to have the opportunity to prove themselves. Uh, you know, I, it, it's really up in there. I mean, they'll know they're in fall camp and they'll go into the first game. And that, that's what's most important. Uh, you know, I, I've been able to go to a few, few of the practices, you know, being, just being around the guys and being with the guys over the years. Uh, the, the room's impressive. Uh, you know, when, when you leave a place like Notre Dame, and, you know, everybody who comes here, I feel like, tries to leave it better than they found it. Uh, but there's always going to be somebody that, that's going to come after you, and they're going to place their own path, the place their own trail. So I, I'm just excited. I, I don't know who it's going to be, um, but I know whoever it's going to be. Um, everybody in that room, everybody in that building is going to do their best to help them so you seem like the type of guy, the type of alumni that's going to come back to a lot of the games. So when, when you're playing on Sundays, do you plan on still coming back to South Bend for as many games as you can? Yeah, I mean, if I can come back, I would love to. Yeah, that would be huge. Nice. Um, and so Al Kramer wants to know any tra- – oh, wow, I knew this was going to come up. Any in-the-trenches tips for Jason when he heads to camp for fantasy camp? <laughs> what, what was that? Sorry, so I'm going to be attending fantasy camp for the first time this year. One of the uh, guys watching the show said, any in-the-trenches tips for Jason when he heads to camp? Oh, uh, any – I mean, I've seen a lot of blown hamstrings when they run the 40. So, I mean, uh, be careful when you're doing that. But uh, other than that, no, just enjoy it. Soak it all in. Try to talk to as many guys as you can. I mean, that's fun fun in the days for everybody else. It it is a great experience for us as well to to get to know you guys. Not only that, for you guys to see, I mean, on a day-to-day basis, the amount of work you put in. Okay, yeah, I definitely I've been trying to stretch out a little bit because I, you know, I'm I'm 38 and uh, these this body doesn't move like it used to. But it, like you said, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun for sure. Um, all right, so Sam, what's what's next for you, man? Obviously, we're going for the NFL. Um, what what was your degree in at Notre Dame? What do you plan on doing after your NFL career is over? Uh, so I got my degree in computer science last night. Um, obviously, it was important to me to graduate from Notre Dame. Here don't go to this place like Notre Dame to not graduate. Um, and then, you know, after the NFL is over, hopefully I can put it to use. But hopefully that's well down the road. Um, yeah. Um, but I, obviously, 
obviously uh, with Napoleon it was a challenging major difficult but anything that is worth it is normally going to be difficult. And do you, do you kind of plan on staying out in the, the Midwest area or are you looking to, to move elsewhere? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see where uh, my NFL career takes me. Um, and then we'll go from there, I guess. All right, last thing we like to do on the show here is uh, just kind of let any of the former players or current players know, uh, let the fans know where they can find you, how can, how can they stay in touch with you and, and keep in touch and, and follow your career. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, both my handles are smustergrip53, just keep it simple. Um, these are my number. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm normally pretty open to responding on there. Uh, and, yeah, hit, hit me up whenever you can. I, I love interacting. Very cool, man. Well, hey, we really appreciate the time. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, good luck uh, with the rest of your uh, training for for the NFL draft, and uh, we hope to see you playing on Sundays, man. Thank you guys so much for this opportunity. This was awesome. Absolutely. Thank you, and go Irish. Go Irish. All right, so that was our interview with Sam Mustafer, a really cool guy there. Sorry we didn't get to all the questions. We had a lot coming through, um, but uh, that was a good interview. Mm -hmm. uh, very down-to-earth guy, just as expected. Sam, uh had a just tremendous career he started. We just did a little bit of research. I didn't think it was so many, but he had started 37 consecutive starts for the Irish, including the bowl game. We had a call coming in from Texas to see who this is. Good morning. This is Dos Leprechauns. Who's this? This is a man who is in a sorrowful state of mind. This is a pouting shell of his former blockhead self because Jason Hendricks has refused set up a GoFundMe account to bring your favorite blockhead up to officiate a race between you and Jason. <laughs> Other than uh, that... Our, your favorite blockhead, Brian Little, on the line. Uh, we, the Brian Little here, I want to give you guys a little heads up. He's the guy that's been helping us get this podcast onto iHeart. So, Brian, we are forever in debt for that. We appreciate you very much, brother. And I'm forecasting a little bit of editing in your future because I noticed you had a drop call somewhere in there. So you, you need a little bit of assistance along yeah. the way. But, 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 but nonetheless, really, the only reason I called is for two reasons. One, to just say from Texas, congratulations, man, on achieving your dream on getting into fantasy football camp. And we'll be watching every step of the way. I have loved that even though football season has come to a halt until it kicks up again, You've covered the, uh, the ladies' basketball team. You've been covering other things. It's been really cool to watch you guys. It's been fun to watch your show. And the second thing is, let's just, let's just hear your take on uh, the call-out, the promo by Jason Pruitt. Oh, I haven't heard it different from you, so let it rip, man. That's coming. That's coming. You're going to have to stay tuned. It's coming at the end of the show. I'm going to let it all hang out because Pruitt's probably not even watching right now. He's, he's probably not even up yet because the guy's just a total bum. doesn't hardly do anything during the day. So he's going to have a lot of time to prepare while I'm going to be busy uh, getting ready for him. Oh, we just tell him that YFB said he should have been in church. But nonetheless, uh, that's really all I've got. The pizza's ready. i got to serve the blockheads and train their lunch. But nonetheless, you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Uh, hello there uh, to Leprechaun Nate. And I so, will see you guys next time around. All right. See you later, Brian. Deuces. All right. So as you can see, we got a phone line open, 951-206-9403. If you'd like to call in, keep it open for another few minutes here. Let's talk a little women's basketball. So... Uh, Baylor, tough team. I think Arike and the ladies and Coach McGraw have the upper hand because they've been there. Uh, they've been playing some gritty games. I was concerned about that UConn game. We were watching it while we were at the Angels game. Mm -hmm. Kind of a cool experience. People were looking around like, what are these guys doing? Go Angels. Go. Hopefully. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I think we're going to do well. Let's talk a little spring football too. First of all, if you hadn't ca caught this yesterday, uh, the Irish landed a huge commit. Uh, Jordan Johnson, four-star as of right now, four-star wide receiver in the 2020 class. 
absolute freak of a playmaker. Check out his huddle highlight. We'll probably post it in the uh, Dos Arpicons page a little bit later. The guy is an absolute phenom. I think he's going to pick up a fifth star uh, in the next couple or in the next year or so. Um, six, I think he's six one, six two in that range, one ninety five. Absolute burner. I am pumped for this guy. That 2020 class is looking nasty mm -hmm. with uh, Drew Pine and some of these other guys. I mean, uh, 2019 class was phenomenal, but the 2020 class has a couple of guys that are absolute playmakers that I think can see the field very early on. Um, and then we've been covering a lot of the spring game, some of the articles that Eric Hansen and uh, Matt Freeman from Irish Sports Daily have put out, and uh, been some really cool opportunities for those guys uh, to get some exclusive content at the practices. And uh, I am very, very, very impressed with what I see out of Braden Lindsay, yep. uh, number 25, honoring the great Rocket Ishmael. Uh, Braden Lindsay is running the ball or catching the ball very well, uh, sees the ball right into his hands. He's quick. Uh, he's elusive. I, I fully expect that he's going to be uh, a starting wide receiver for us along with Chase Claypool. I think you'll see Michael Young Jr. He's had a good spring as well. Got a call coming in from Pennsylvania. Good morning. This is Joe Who's this? Uh, Jason. It's Mike Kane. Hey, what's going on, Mike? How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I just turned off your feet so I could call you. Thanks for calling in, man. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. You looking forward to uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, or I'm sorry, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern today for the ladies basketball? Yeah, I can't come soon enough, man. So how do you think that game is going to go down? Uh, I think it's going to be a tight game. Uh, I think the lady, I think, you know, the Irish are going to pull it out, but I think it's going to be tight. Yeah, just like I think it'll be very similar to last year's game against Baylor, well, where toward the end you're going to see some of the, the ice-cold clutch players like Enrique do her thing. Um, my, my feeling on it is that you got Coach McGraw, who to me deserves a statue outside of the, the pavilion out there in South Bend. I mean, really, she's just a straight living legend, and uh, I think I think you know, in the women's basketball coaching arena, I think she can really be a difference maker, and I think that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah, no doubt. So, what, what do you, what's your take on the spring spring practices so far for the football team? I uh, I think it's looking pretty good. Um, I'm not following it too much. I kind of get a little overwhelmed if I try to follow it too <laughs> much too much too early. You know? Sure, sure. Um, but uh, I'm. Did they announce when the, the spring game is yet? It's next Saturday, and I believe it's at 11.30 a.m. Uh, Eastern or Pacific time, so 2.30 West uh, Eastern time. Nice, nice. I'll and check that out. They'll do the shirt unveiling the Friday, the day before. What, what color do you think the shirt's going to be this year? Uh, green, I guess, would be a little too obvious. I don't know. You know what? I, I'm really tired of the green and blue. I want to see gold. I want them to bring gold back. Gold would be nice. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time since we've seen a gold shirt, so I'd love to see it come out with gold. Nate thinks it's going to be red for some reason. Not going to happen. <laughs> I like red. Red's my favorite color, but I, do, I just don't see it as a, a Notre Dame color, really. Yeah, no, definitely not. So what else is on your mind? Oh, I don't know. Not too much. Sitting here watching my wonderful Pirates, I guess. I don't know. How are they looking so far this year? They're, they're doing okay right now. You know, it's... We're only a couple games in, so yeah, yeah. Um, they're actually doing. They're looking to sweep the. Uh, uh, who are they playing today? I don't even know who they're playing right now. Um, Cincinnati. They're looking oh, okay. to sweep the Reds. Nice. So nice. nice division game for them. There you go. Um, so other than that. Well, cool, man. I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll have to maybe just get back to your feet here if I can. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, Jason. All right. Bye. See you, Nate. See you. All right, we had another call come in. It looked like from Indiana, somewhere in Indiana. Let's see who this is. Ken said, call in sick. 
Oh, here we go. Scott Irish. Scott Irish. Uh, go Irish. Adams wants to know what's your pick for Mania. Hmm. Well, uh, I really don't care too much about. I'm not too invested in any of the matches, to be completely honest. I mean, I think that Brock uh, resigned a contract, so I think they're going to keep it on him until Saudi Arabia. Uh, I think there's no chance in heck they don't let Becky Lynch win. Um, I've got Kofi beating Daniel Bryan. I think Shane's going to beat The Miz. Uh, I think Triple H wins clean. Oh, here we go. Looks like the, looks like it's Rick. Morning, this is Del Supercons. Who's this? Western PA, Jason. How you doing? Hey, Rick. How we doing, buddy? Good. Hey, just want to let you know, enjoying your show, even though we're 3,000 miles apart. <laughs> and uh, coming in good. And, hey, good luck at that fantasy camp. If I was your age, I'd be going there, too. But this guy's over the hill now, so. Hey, well, I uh, appreciate that. And you'll definitely be getting updates constantly. In fact, people will probably want to unsubscribe if they don't like updates from fantasy camp. Well, I'll enjoy that there. And um, looking forward to this football season. Yes, sir. Uh, I think we're on the up and up, and I still think Book's the quarterback, but I think the kid from Pine Ridge out of near Pittsburgh is going to do well, and I think the competition is going to be good for both of them. I, I don't. I, I agree, however, and, and I've, I'm going to go on record saying this. I don't think Phil's going to see the field much unless we're blowing somebody out this year. Um, I think the job is Ian's to, you know, completely no competition necessary, and I think that's good. I think there's, it's good to not have a quarterback controversy for once. No, I'm not saying a controversy. I just think uh, Jerkovic has to put his time in. He's still got a lot to learn. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, that's different than high school, guaranteed. Yeah, so, uh, Jerkovic's looked really good in spring practice. I've seen a lot of his – he's got a great arm. He's quick. He's, he's got – it looks like he's got a good head on his shoulders. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, next year, you know, what's going to happen. Because I, I expect Ian to have a really good year. Let's hope he has a good enough year that maybe he's NFL ready next year. And then you got Phil coming in and uh, taking over the helm for a couple years. Well, I agree with you 100%. I'll be kind of curious to see how much Phil plays in a spring game. I'm sure he's going to get in. Yeah. And uh, just to see what he can do there. But uh, I don't want to hold you up here. But I'll tell you what, you got a great show. And what's your prediction for tonight? Uh, you know what? I got Notre Dame women's basketball team winning 59-52. to 52. Oh, I think it'll be a little bit higher. After watching that, uh, the young lady that can shoot from three and shoot from all over the place. Uh, what's her? Arika, I think that's her name. Yeah, Arika. She's good. She's dang good. And then the tall girl inside, that Brianna. Exactly, yeah, Brianna. I think they'll do good. So, uh, hey, you tell your boy I said hi. My son also says hi to you. And uh, looking forward to seeing you soon, okay? All right, buddy. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. All right, Bye. take care. So, yeah, a couple things uh, Rick brought up there. So, I am. I haven't done a show since we announced it, but attending Fantasy Camp June 3rd through June 7th. Beyond, excited doesn't even begin to cover how uh, pumped I am for this. Uh, but Leprechaun Nate here has been getting me into a little training regimen to get in shape because uh, this guy over here is Mr. Football, so he's got me got me training, got me doing the right things. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be great. But uh, as we end the show, some of you may know uh, one of our admin, Jason Pruitt, has challenged me to a race. I mean, the guy's signing his own death certificate for this. He, he wants to challenge. I am. I once ran a 6440, okay? A 6-4. Pruitt can't keep up without blazing. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Anyways, we're going to do this for charity. We're going to make it fun. It's not going to be until July, so we got some time. But uh, we're going to kind of do like a, you know how Rich Eisen does his Rich Runs thing to raise some funds. for. We're going to do something like that to raise funds for charity. Some, we haven't decided which one it will be yet. Uh, but you'll be able to, uh, to to donate to either myself or Jason Pruitt. One of our, he's actually our editor-in-chief, so all the articles you see, he goes, goes through him. But uh, Pruitt, I got a message for you, man. While you're sitting there in your bed, 
uh, still in your, your Ghostbusters pajamas. I'm out here training 24-7, 365 with Leprechaun Nate. My speed is increasing by day. I got some brand new cleats, and let's just say, you've seen the movie The Sandlot, the P, uh, what are they, PF Flyers? PF Flyers. PF Flyers, they make those look like heavy weights. Okay, buddy, I'm coming for you. You are not gonna be able to move after we run this 40 together. And uh, as we mentioned, it's no holds barred, so if you happen to trip on something as it starts, your, your ass is going down, man. So we're gonna do this for charity, I'm gonna win. Got another score connection coming in here, Indy 74, Baylor 68. Um, Rich Dutcher wants to know, where's this race going to be held at? Menifee, California, baby. My work town, so I got the home field advantage. I got Leprechaun Nate, the big trainer right here, is going to be training me up. Like I said, I once ran a 6-4-40. I heard Pruitt um, was uh, injured during his last 40 run, so you know what they say about when you say you're injured. He's actually just scared. So uh, he's lucky that we're not going heads up, because if it was that, then when you, I wouldn't even want to I'd make him sign a waiver. Uh, but in this case, we're going to 40-yard dash. Uh, as you guys know, I've been running 5Ks. Uh, I always start really strong and finish really strong, so Pruitt, you're going down, buddy. Right, Nate? What? What? No. Yeah, that's right. So anyways, everybody, you have a great day. Enjoy the spring game next Saturday. Uh, I will be – we actually – oh, that's another announcement real quick. On your mark, good set. I'm going to fall. <laughs> uh, spring game next Saturday, we got – We are. I can't believe I forgot to say this. So Tim Finnegan, one of our uh, admin, is going to be – at the spring game and we actually got cleared for media credentials for videography so uh, look for some live footage from uh, some some cool access from Notre Dame Stadium from the different uh, happenings throughout the the week there uh, so we got credentialed for that so videography going down Tim Finning will be handling that uh, and as always I want to thank our admin as I mentioned Jason Pruitt our editor-in-chief uh, Matt Dunbar uh, Jason Lynch Wayne Smith Myself, Leprechaun Nate, Tim Finnegan, uh, Patrick McCormick, one of our other writers. Uh, we have a great team. One of those Leprechauns page here is brought to you by all these guys. We did. We, everybody chips in in different capacities. We're also on Instagram. If you're not friends with us there, add us on Instagram, at Dose Leprechauns. And then, of course, our Twitter handle is at Dose Leprechauns. So check us out on all the formats. Um, and, yeah, we'll go from there. So, anyways, everybody have a great day. Enjoy the spring game next week. And until then, go Irish, beat Baylor. Dose. Leprechauns be the place, the podcast for inspiration and taste, with people all around from different sizes and shapes, from different cultures and backgrounds in the place we got, Jason and Nate, hosts in the house, built to create, be in the lighthouse, to keep us at the gate, got the Notre Dame back and education led the way, from the bus about to driving home, to rock a man with a plan that was so grand, built the flight out the dome, Zorro without the mask but still cuts down, every man met the legend through the whole town. Coats could have played for the coach. Couple more years, they would have called him a goat. But I, I won't before you get long. It's time to talk about the life with those leprechauns, huh? Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. The big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. 
Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract, ever. And keep the phone and number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions.